Mr. Hashem, we're holding on 249, starting in the paragraph, Va'ata. Va'ata had te oznecha v'savin v'seda. So now, turn your ear. Bend your ear towards me. V'tavin v'teda. And understand this, and you should know this very well. It's page 249. Yeah. So, previously, up until this point, he started with a whole explanation. How a nefesh, a ruach, the things that animate the human spirit, or human body, or the, even the animal spirit, these things are shaykh to even non-humans. Even animals have a nefesh and a ruach. Biologically, these are the things that animate us, the things that give us the lifeblood, the things that give us the ability to move. So, it's not a kunz to live. There's nothing special about the fact that we're alive. It's about what we do with the fact that we're alive, especially understanding and knowing that the human spirit has something much more high and above the animal spirit. As you said before, the neshama, which animates not just the guf, but it also animates the essence of the person's desire to connect to HaKadosh Baruch and to live with that hakara, to live with that realization of Hashem in, in our lives. Va'ata, we're on page 249. The neshama is, it resides in the heart. This is the seat of all fear, of all remus, of all understanding of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. From there, from there, all the nashav, all the machshava emanates from. Va'machshava misremes misgadeles bechadri halev kasher yisrael mugale hayam. And the machshava of a person is misremes; it rises up umisgadeles, and it becomes stronger and bigger bechadri halev within the innermost essence of the soul, of the person's heart. Kasher yisrael mugale hayam, just like the waves go in and out, go in and out. It's something where it the the, the machshava of a person. It doesn't just in pop out of there. It builds. It's within a person. It comes bigger and bigger and bigger. And through the machshav is meaning to say that how we process what we see, right? How we process what we see. We see things. We're taking in, in stimuli. We're taking in reality every single day. We're looking at things. How it gets processed in the inside of a person, that's where the higher levels of chachma, bina, vadas, Hashem gave us. Hanashama, what does the Neshama do? The Neshama is dereshes v'chakeres umizbaynenes v'cholamaisim. The Neshama is, thinks deeply about what you're doing, it investigates what a person does, and it deeply tries to understand what it's doing. V'halev mishaytet v'chachmasay l'merchak. V'tsoyfe b'yirasay inyanim rabim. So the lev, the lev over here, by the way, he's referring not just to heart, but he's referring to the mind of a person. The lev is mishaytetes v'chachmasay l'merchak. It sees things, it takes things in, it's constantly evaluating things. It thinks about this, it moves on to this. So the, the, heart, the, the heart of a person, i.e. The, the mind of a person, is all over the place. It takes that in, it sees this, it takes that. The shama is, the, is the, what's actually the, you know, if, you, if anybody's familiar with computers, how computers work. You could have data being entered in, and then you have the process or how it's taking in the information. Right? When you see on the screen, a lot happened behind that point. There's information that's being fed in, and then the processor is able to send it to the, exactly where it needs to go. The, this picture needs to appear, that light needs to turn on there, this power, battery pack needs to be... There's so many different elements that go oh, behind... It's oh. like it has right. a brain. But it's how do you process the one and zeros, that's where you have the processor. The neshama is the processor. It's dereshes v'chakeresim is bainanas v'chalamaisim. It's constantly thinking about what I'm doing. So within us, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Hashem gave us a, a neshama, which does not want to necessarily be in this world. That is at constant odds with our guf. 
that is taking in all this inf- information and it's pushing us more and more and more and further and further and further to want to mevizdabek to the Shekhinah, to want us to mevizdabek to things which are deeper and more than just what we live. I mean, this is, this is a fact of life. We see it constantly. How many people out there, they're doing, they, they, they can't, if someone theoretically would just be told that this is your nine to five job, you stay in this cubicle, you make $100 million a year. Very few people, very few people would be able to actually handle it. That this is the only thing that they do. Nobody wants to have feel that there's no spirit within them. That their spirit's being crushed. You can give a million dollars a year. It doesn't matter. It's not going to feed them. Everyone says, oh, what do you mean? I'll take care. You won't. You literally won't. One of my students was telling me about recently, there's a, there's a very famous guy on the, on the internet. His name is uh, Jimmy, or I don't remember exactly his name. He has like some, some stupid name. that he, But he, what he does is he does, like, he, he does like challenges. He offered, I think, one person to stay in a room by himself for, I think, three months, maybe two or three months. In the end, he'll make a million dollars. You just have to stay in this room for three months and you come out with a million dollars. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it was. So I, he told me basically that throughout the, th- these three months, like, okay, they would feed him every single day. He had, they, they literally would feed him every day, right? So he had food every day. He had all his needs taken care of. But no outside communication. But no outside communication. And each time throughout the three months, they would come to him and offer, okay, listen, would you, would you be willing to give $50,000 for like a, a television, right? Oh my gosh. And people, and the guy did it. It's like, okay, now, and then the food was getting so, it was just getting so bland. Uh, bland. So they offered, we'll get you a personal chef, you'll make your own, per- we'll get, you'll get your own food. But that's going to cost $100,000. So again, so that's for, for, for television, which maybe $1,000, I don't know how much a television goes for today, right? For $50,000, it's insane. For, a, for, a, for just a, a little bit of variation in the food, yeah, yeah fine, a private chef. A, a tuna sandwich instead of an egg. Yeah, basically, except for like the basically very bland food that he was being offered, $100,000. And throughout, the, okay, what would, now what about if you would see your family for like 10 minutes? Because it's very hard to be away from your wife, your kids, your parents, whatever it is, for three months. Another 100000 So yeah, $150,000. Oh, wow. And yeah, and the guy constantly was taking out of that bank. And yeah, I think eventually the guy got through it and he ended up making maybe like maybe a quarter of a million dollars. I'm not sure, I'm not sure exactly. But that's much less than it originally was. I mean, can you imagine that? Because the truth is what we attach as an Erech it's a very interesting experiment. Yeah, because there's a part of us, and this is not, that's talking about a guy. Can you imagine a, a yid, a yid who has an ashamu that's directions like, like 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 for things of a higher, deeper nature? We would have no. Can you imagine? From what I just told you, you have guys, you, have, you had survivors in the camps, that, that people that were learned the Torah, people that sat in yeshivas and learned the yeshivas were, were brought to the concentration camps. They gave away their food for one half of a page of a Gemara. For one half of a page of a Gemara. And let's say it's like, uh, I don't know, one of the Shreyar Sugis and Shaz. Mamish from like, uh, you know, people would stand in line just to be able to pray. Can you imagine that? Because the neshama the, in a yid is dereshes v'chekeres, that desires a deep connection to something more than what is external on the outside. But you see, a Jew, a, Jew, a Jew probably would have only had to spend $50,000 because he would have just asked me, he would just say, I actually I, I know someone whose father was in was in a DP camp I think I, if I remember correctly DP camp and he was able to bribe one of the soldiers to like get him just a Jewish book just whatever Jewish book you could find and he got him a somehow he was able to get him a in the dorm I, I can't imagine the soldier 
had any kavana like, exactly like, oh because the ran's like you know gishmak he just like gave him the he gave him he said he was in the DP camp I think for about three years he said he finished Masech Zadarm 617 times oh my god what, what, I mean, what's there he had to do he said that was his best Masech of course his best, best Masech and you can imagine with the ran also it's not like Rashi you have to like really really you know really sweat over it like the ran like you know gives over a lot more explanation but can you imagine that that's what he does in a DP camp well, again, the answer is the answer is is that the yids and the shama desires much more asaf. We desire much more, more than just the, the little external things. And yes, so we attach value to things, and 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 the, there, you can, it can be done externally, it can be done internally. But we have to tap into the internal element of an shama that an shama has already those pre preconceived ideas of what's what is, what's matchiv. Because we know it, we know inherently that whatever you're doing on the outside, you're making a lot of money, you're doing things going very well, it just doesn't click as much as it's as, as sitting in front of a black Gemara. Instead of getting over and sweating over a Gemara Ashitaisis and coming away and saying, that was exactly what my Neshama needed. You feel it, you know it. You know it. You know when there's a day where you didn't learn well and you feel terrible, and you know when you learned well and you know in comparison. Lahavdil, it's like someone who is, uh, you know, uh, there are people that are, that are uh, addicts to fitness. Right, so working out. A guy who's who's so used to lifting it every other day, every single day, depending on exactly what the regiment is, they feel when they're not on their game. They feel it. They feel if they've gone two, three, four days. They feel that was the biggest complaint I remember during Corona. One of the complaints people were having with people that were like gym, gym, uh, gym fanatics. They're like, we gotta let's pack the gym. We can't. It's not enough. You need. I need my weights. I need my bar. Because they feel it. If you're used to a certain thing, you understand what it means to put physical exertion. And you know what the, the brain pumps out. So, can you imagine? It's not just a brain chemistry. It's Mamash, the Neshama Alain is wanting a cash with the Baruch And it's being fed money? What? It doesn't do anything for it. Ugh. Ugh. It doesn't do anything for it. Ah, our Neshama, our Nefesh Bahamis, which animates us, which is like a Behemoth. Yeah, a Behemoth is also very happy when you, when you give it the meal. But the, we have a big problem. We have a huge problem as human beings, is that we're 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 not happy with simply being conco happy. It's a weird thing. We spoke about it a few times already. Like, you know, the cows don't suffer from seasonal depression generally. There are there are actual interesting situations where cows like you know they'll have they'll go through like some seasonal depression, but not to the level of like a, of a human being. A cow doesn't like a cow that's not going to sit in bed for six months because it lost his job. <laughs> like cow, what? No, yeah, there is. Yeah, listen, we're getting all too deep into it. But like, listen, you know, a sheep, a sheep isn't coming out, come into the barn, you know, you know, with a sad face because it got into a fight with its wife. Like, it's not. That's not. That's not. That's a human experience, okay? And unfortunately, it's a human experience. But fortunately, it's a human experience because on the same time, that struggle is what builds us because it reminds us. That there's something deeper that we desire, more and beyond what our nefesh Bahamas wants. It's our nefesh alakus. It's our neshama that really desires that true connection with Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that's through Limanat Torah. That's through Yerushalayim. That's through connecting to Kaddish Baruch Hu. So, Mitzvah Hashem, we should uh, be in that in all the best. <laughs>